Welcome to Funeral Stories. That was kind of cute how we did that just then. Yes, yes, we're super adorable. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm Laura. And I am Casey. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Nice to meet you. How do you do? This is a new concept where the podcast co-hosts don't know each other. (laughs) Just kidding. Actually, what a nice little transition to who we are and why we're here. Yes. So... In case you're just tuning in, this is a podcast, and we're here to make a comedy podcast about bereavement, funerals, grief, grief. So I guess maybe we should start with the inspiration. Sure. Okay. So about two years ago, I was visiting Casey, and... She told me about this awesome podcast called My Favorite Murder. Woohoo! And I fell instantly in love. And ever since then, I've been listening to more and more podcasts and just sort of went back to my life of, um, you know, selling clothes and shit and not <laughs> thinking in the realm of starting a podcast at all. But then after I got more into them, I thought, you know, what? what's a good idea for a podcast? And then... We've always been attracted to the dark things. Yes, and I grew up in the bereavement industry and have always just really been interested in it. And then I thought to myself, like, people always ask you about your wedding story and your birth story, but nobody ever asks you, hey, what happened to that funeral? Yeah. But there's always a good story. Yep. Because it's just the perfect storm for shit to go wrong very rushed it's you don't plan for well a lot of people don't plan for them no and then it just happens and you are thrown into this mix of you have to plan for this person that you loved to celebrate their life and it happens so fast and you have to make all these choices and then just the pressure it's like one of the only times the whole family's together yeah and there's always tension there (laughs) always i don't care who you are you if you have a family you have drama yes (laughs) that's just a fact of life everyone has a crazy aunt yes or uncle or whatever all of them and so that's kind of where we got the idea for all of this and yeah when I was thinking about it and I just couldn't get the thought out of my head Casey was obviously who I wanted to do it with because we hate each other yes (laughs) that's it no but for real if it sounds like we hate each yeah. other, we yeah. don't. We don't. That's just our very, very healthy relationship. Yes. We just really tell each other how it is. Mm-hmm. And it's therapeutic in the sense that um, punching a punching bag is therapeutic. Yes. I would be the punching bag yes. in this scenario. Yeah. I, Laura. 
Sometimes she makes jokes about me, though, guys. Let me just go. I'm not the worst. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of am the worst. Um, But I own it. Yeah. That's what's great about it. I'm actually the godmother of... Yeah. Her daughter. uh, Yes. Yes. And she's told me before that the reason she did that was kind of like the... (laughs) how women get pregnant to keep a man yes. around. She's yes. like, if I make Laura the godmother, yeah. then I can just emotionally abuse her. And she'll- well, to be fair, she's never had <laughs> any sort of um, emotional abuse or lack of love in her life. No. So, whereas. No. Yes. Well, my daddy loved me, which is. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's kind I, of the basis of our whole friendship. Yeah. My dad did not love me. <laughs> and Laura's dad did love her. So I'm emotionally abusing her because she was never emotionally abused and because her self-esteem is very at a very healthy place. And I'm really confused by that. So it's kind of like you just create chaos because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I always say that my cosmetic procedure bill would be a lot smaller (laughs) if only my daddy had loved me. Well, but also, wasn't he a plastic surgeon? No, he was just a medical doctor who, you know, lost his medical license three times. Oh, that's... it's like a kid in a candy shop. (laughs) Nose candy. Nose Oh, yes. Nose candy. You get... Yep. Mm -hmm. Pop that candy. Yep. But I mean, I guess, you know, you win some, you lose some, because Laura's dad did die when she was 11. (laughs) So, yeah. 11? Yeah. Yeah. But you know... So that's the trade-off. You get a really great dad, but you only get him for so long, or you just get a... Shitty, shitty dad, dad for, for that will not die. <laughs> you were just waiting for that. He's call. trying real hard, real hard. It it's doesn't make any happening. sense that he's still living. But you know, it's it. Who knows? Your dad didn't have time to disappoint you. Yeah, true. I'm sure at some point I would have been disappointed. Maybe but. not. Randy sounded like a great guy. <laughs> um, Speaking of death. (laughs) (laughs) So, more on that topic. Yeah, my dad dying is basically the only time I don't have anxiety about death. Yeah. It's the only time I'm like, wow, that would be great. (laughs) Because otherwise, I have pretty high death things, especially once I became a mom. Yeah. That was when it really took uh, things the next level. And I think that was one thing that attracted me. It's kind of like not to... Uh, name drop my favorite murder again but it's kind of like they say like the true crime like that murder the closer you get to it the more you feel protected from it yeah so it's like I feel like the more I talk about death and grief and the you know we have both Laura and I both have had a lot of loss um in our lives and it's something that we were we've been kind of forced to deal with and I think by talking about this and kind of trying to find beauty and humor in the situations it makes it easier to process exactly and I think that was like one thing that attracted me to to this idea so much was like yes it's it feels good it does and I'm kind of coming at it from the different end of the spectrum because I actually grew up in the funeral business yeah and my dad died when I was a month before my 12th birthday so I don't have a lot of anxiety about death because it was always just a part of like dinner conversation. Yeah. My granddaddy owned the business and my both of my parents worked there. I was pretty involved from a young age. And so it wasn't anything to talk about what happened at the funeral today, like while we're eating our pork chops. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a... Nope. <laughs> and but I've, I'm 
traditionally a pretty stoic person except for when I'm around people I'm close to so this is sort of an experiment for me as well because I found when I started opening up about honesty like how I really felt in a situation people would respond by saying I'm so glad to hear that someone else felt that way because I felt so lonely having that thought and so we're hoping that maybe some listeners out there will be able to empathize and sure you know I think that's the one thing that I keep coming back to is that every I mean death is the great equalizer it is everyone is going to die yes and there's we we just try to prolong our life avoid it avoid death as long as we can but it's like sometimes it's like final destination shit you don't know it could happen we could literally be oops electrocuted right now you know what I mean anything could happen I could spill this vodka soda an anvil (laughs) could fall on your head that would be some shit that would happen to me yeah like I yeah like whereas you know my grandmother has Alzheimer's and nursing home for seven (laughs) years and she's a million years old and wouldn't die and then I'm like or like be as healthy as a horse and then suddenly yeah where does that phrase come from healthy because there have to be some unhealthy that's not a real phrase is it not i'm just kidding it's totally possible that it's not i'm really really bad at phrases (laughs) let's just go ahead and throw that out too many uh, shoes in the kitchen (laughs) nope that's not right (laughs) casey's gonna mess up a phrase from here and i'm gonna mess up things too because yeah well because she's laura Because that's what she does. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Okay. So, Casey. Yes. What is your funeral oh, story? We're going to just dive right in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I was think- when I was thinking about the intro funeral story, I had, um, unfortunately, there are, or for, I know it's unfortunately, some several, uh, not some several, that's not a way to say those words together. There are several instances of funerals, but I wanted to go with something light. And I find humor in saying that. But basically, I'm going to tell the funeral story of my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, my Mima. H- how many people out there have a Mima? I feel like so many people have a Mima. Oh, yeah. But... Especially in the South. Yes, especially in the South. That's where we're in Georgia. (laughs) Just so you know, if you can't tell. (laughs) So anyway, my uh, Mima had Alzheimer's. And like I said, she was in a nursing home for, I think like seven years before she actually died. It was a big bill. That's brutal. It was very, it was not cheap. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Definitely not. But um, this this was this, not, not this year, it was last year. So I guess... Yeah. We're coming up on the year anniversary of her death, and she died on a Wednesday. It was February 1st, uh, 2017. So my Uncle Phil at the time had, uh, he was, I don't know what it's called when you're Wait, like... Wait, I just made this connection. So your mom has a brother named Phil, and she's Phyllis? Yeah, yeah. They're not twins? Nope. <laughs> original (laughs) philip and phyllis and to to make it even better there's three of them felicia oh god mima you missed your chance damn it (laughs) i wish i fucking wish um no so it's it was kenneth philip odom uh, kathleen phyllis odom and then karen pamela odom so they were all kpo which like 
I don't, I've never thought like, oh, I'm going to have three children and they're all going to have the same initials. But I guess it's like a Kardashian. Like they were the original Kardashians. Yeah. Minus the money and the fortune and, you know. Yeah. I was about to say health, but old daddy Kardashian left pretty early. But I would say that everything else, they're kind of winning on the Kardashians. Sure. <laughs> With everything so, except money. Money. Which is pretty, you know, but, you know. pretty significant. <laughs> Well, actually, I only know your mom, so... That's true. That's the only one I can really that's speak true. for. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> they're nowhere near the Kardashians. Um, like, But I do agree that they're... <laughs> hey, I love the Kardashians. I'm going to lay it out there. <laughs> anyway, so at this point, my grandma had bounced around a lot under care of my sister for a long time. Like, both of my sisters cared for her when she was at her house. Um, and then when she went to the nursing home, April, my oldest sister... Um, was in charge of all of her affairs and it just got to a point where you know april was trying to live her life it wasn't working for anymore so phil came in and um took basically took over my grandma's property where my sister had been living at that time so she had to move out and you know it was for the best we thought so phil was in charge of my mima's finances and all that stuff so um at this point phil was the point of contact for from the nursing home if something was going on Mm -hmm. So Phil had been called that Sunday, again, after seven years of being in a nursing home, and was informed that um, my Mima was on the decline, Mm. that she had, like, injured herself, you know, these Mm. things get kind of foggy, but that it didn't look like she'd become, like, this was it kind of thing. So my uh, uncle went to see her. So this was on Sunday. So we have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that he knew she was dying. And he did not tell anyone. Oh, so shit. that's four days. My daughter, who was named after her, could have gone and seen her. I could have gone to see her. Mm. Her two daughters could have gone to see her. Oh, so she was like on her deathbed. Yeah, for four she days. was dying. Yeah, it was. It was pretty much it. Oh wow! Um, yeah, on her deathbed for four days, and he did. He chose not to tell any of us. <laughs> pretty messed up. So. Um, my mom and my aunt Pam were going on the Walking Dead themed cruise <laughs> that leaves out of Miami. <laughs> ridiculous, but I love it. Um, she, they were, they had flown down to Miami on that Thursday, I believe it was, and she died on a Wednesday. And they, they first of all, Phil didn't even call any of us and the first person he decided to call was my sister april and he told her so then april called me and the first thing i said was does mama know because i knew that she was leaving on this cruise that this was on friday and the cruise left on friday mm-hmm. and april said no and i don't know if we tell her or if we let them go enjoy their cruise and then come back <laughs> But knowing us, we can't sit on anything for long. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to work. We just immediately, we feel a feeling and we, you know, blurt it out. So, okay. So uh, they were about, they were in Miami, literally sitting at the terminal about to get on the cruise ship and they get a call that their mother died and they had, they take vacations, not a lot, but they have frequented vacations together and because she had been a nursing home for seven years it was to the point where they used to kind of joke about like oh she's gonna die on this vacation she's gonna die on this vacation yeah because they always kick the bucket at the most yeah, inconvenient yeah, times when you're just trying to live your life yeah oh and my dad used to always say that 
the gray hairs drop when it's really, really hot and it's really, really cold. And when you think about it, like how many times have you been to a funeral when the weather was good? It's usually oh, really, so really cold true. or really, really hot. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah. that's Their frail old bones can't take it. God, now I'm thinking about well, even the young ones go in the summer. It's like when they're off from school and they yeah, just to ruin everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. living your life. Yep, yep. Okay. Just but, waiting to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, they were about to get on the cruise, and my sister—I believe it was April—that called my mom and told her. And obviously, they're upset. It's their mother. Their mother just died, and um. Phil, when we when we we didn't realize until a couple of hours later after my mom was already on the boat. So we, they're on the boat. They're in international waters. They don't have the Wi-Fi plan or whatever. So we can't tell them. We didn't find out that she had actually died two days before until they were already on the boat. So my sister calls me and she is livid and just confused. And is his, this April or Jenny? April. April. Oh, oh Jenny. <laughs> well, when Jenny found out, she immediately went on a rampage and like started blowing up his face messenger and it was his wife was like replying to her it was like a whole Mm. thing but april was furious and phil's reasoning for not telling um or his reasoning for not yeah for not telling his sisters who you know their mom had also died his reasoning was he had just lost his mother and was distraught Okay. Bitch, you had four days with her. Legit. Where we all could have come together as a family and Mm -hmm. said our goodbyes. Because at this point, it was like she wasn't going to live forever. Yeah. You know? And it was, you know how Alzheimer's is. It's like one Mm -hmm. day they're there, and then one day they're not. And then one day they come back a little bit, and they remember the weirdest thing. Anyway. It's not linear. It's not linear. No, that's exactly right. So anyway... The worst part, not the I don't know what the worst part is, but the real rough part about it. <laughs> <Man, laughs> another bad point. Another bad part was okay, so she died on February first. She wasn't buried until the next Saturday, which was February eleventh. <sighs> so <laughs> at the same time, this is just another one of those little things. Mm-hmm. Um my husband's birthday was February tenth. He was turning thirty. And his grandfather had died the same day as my grandmother. Mm. We obviously didn't realize this until after the fact because we didn't know which day my grandmother died. (laughs) So he had to go up there. I was at a funeral for my grandmother. He was at a funeral for his grandfather. It was just this big stressful mess. I had the baby. It was awful. But we went to pick out a new outfit for her to wear because my mom was real pissed that her sister-in-law had picked out what her mother was going to be buried in. And so my mom was like, we just need to find a red or a purple dress. That's all we need. And so we go into the store and the only two dresses they have in my grandma's side are, size are a red dress and a purple dress. So, you know, it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, you're like grieving and you think it's like a sign from above. So we got this purple dress and we went to the funeral home and the funeral director... The funeral director, who has buried so many of my family, uh, Tommy Carter. What's up? Shout out to Tommy Carter. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> we get to the we get to the funeral home, and my mom's like, "I have a an outfit I want to put my mother in," and he he's always very tactful. <laughs> but at this point, I imagine he was pissed that there was an old woman in his freezer for you know, a week and a half at this point yo i got other bodies <laughs> yeah like come on move it out people are dying people are dying to we get work in. with turnover here 
<laughs> this is not a storage facility. Seriously, though, it's what it, he was probably so pissed. He literally looks at my mother and says, we can't change our clothes now. We already have the straps on her and everything will fall out. You're going, what are the straps? What will fall out? Like, what are you talking about? And my mom was just like, and then he had the nerve to say, well, you were on a cruise. And my mom whipped her head around as fast as she could. She said, oh, no, Tommy. She just went in. She went in. And then obviously, you know, they they were like, no, we under, like, whatever. Once my mom explained everything. Yeah. So my mom does not do dead bodies. Like, mm. she had never seen a dead body. Oh, they're awesome. They're I mean, so great. <laughs> well, she didn't realize she was coming in to like set up her PowerPoint she had made. And she walks in and she's like, holy shit, because they've already set up the room and my grandmother's oh, no. body is sitting there. It's <laughs> so, like, I have to walk my mom up to see her mom, her, her dead mm. mother. And they ended up taking the necklace off the dress and laying it on her and whatever. But yeah, it was like a, a oddly like beautiful moment. Um, mm-hmm. Because she, she, you know, she looked good. She was covered in makeup. Um, yeah. They fill out her skin or whatever. But so funeral service happens. Those are always a blur. <laughs> yeah. The the pastor had never met my grandma, but he was really good friends with my uncle because he planned the whole damn thing. Yeah. So he just talks and talks and talks about Phil <laughs> almost the entire time. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like literally like two other kids I know two other kids biting my tongue so hard (laughs) um so when we get to the gravesite um you know how it is at the gravesite they're just bare it's It's so fun um so I don't remember who said what whose idea it was but my mom always said she wanted her casket for everyone to take sharpies and sign it like a yearbook so <laughs> so phyllis so phyllis <laughs> i don't know where i get it from <laughs> so she um looks at me because my grandmother was she was not the most fun lady um she was to me because she was my grandmother but to her daughters and even my sister jenny she was a little ornery Mm-hmm. Extremely frugal, you know, the kind that would reuse paper towels and reuse Ziploc bags. Depression. And, yeah, depression era. Um, she, I knew, would be literally rolling over in her grave. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> because my mom said, who has a Sharpie? And of course, for some reason, I had a Sharpie in my purse. So I pull it out and immediately my mom goes over and writes on the casket. Um <laughs> It was uh, a light-colored casket. Keep, with keep it cool. And then she wrote, <laughs> buy for the number four now. Um, I don't even remember what else she wrote, but she just, like, literally signed it like it was a yearbook, uh, which we'll post the pictures of the casket. Did she say, see you soon or something? Yeah, see you soon. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, she said, she said, see you later. Keep <laughs> it funny. keep it classy with a smiley face. <laughs> and then buy for now. And this is all on the front of the casket. Like, <sighs> It, luckily, these aren't on display. It's buried in the ground. No, it's but, in the ground. But I knew that my grandmother would be so pissed that we wrote <laughs> all over her expensive box. Because she had picked it out with my grandfather earlier. So she had planned some stuff out. 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, good. yeah. She had she because when my grandfather died, you know. Oh yeah, they had to like we yeah. want matching caskets and Exactly. <laughs> Ex- except his was she obviously picked this one out because this one is again, we'll post the pictures on our social media because It's not a manly casket. No. It's he had like a beautiful feminine. like oak or whatever like yeah. wooden and hers is like a nice like old lady cray. Yeah. Um but yeah, my mom wrote like I wrote Thanks for the memories. I love you, Mima. Thanks for the memories. You know, um, Layla drew a little heart. My daughter drew a little heart on it, but like with me guiding her. And then Phil. <laughs> Sorry, Uncle Phil. You kind of had it coming. <laughs> he wrote, Walk to Rimber. <laughs> Which I think he meant to say, remember. Walk to remember. Yeah, but he spelled it R-E-M-B-E-R. So he left two letters out. And it says, walk to remember your son, Phil. <laughs> maybe remember is a place in South Georgia. Maybe he... he remember Georgia. He was saying, I'll meet you in remember. Yeah. This is... that. That's why he didn't tell us. Because they had plans. <laughs> yeah. They faked her death. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, my God. It Rimber. She's, he's But like, tell me that doesn't sound like a South Georgia. Rimber, Georgia. Rimber, I mean, Georgia. When I was reading it, I actually thought it said, walk to Pembroke, <laughs> which is a town in South Georgia. So he can't spell, and he has horrible penmanship? He can't spell. My mom reminded me when we were trying to decipher what this said that he brought sweat tea to a family reunion one year so yeah this would be that's my funeral story so we we sit her off in the ground with a yearbook signed casket well love you mima (laughs) r.i.p see you in hopefully like 60 years yeah if there is an afterlife yeah Hmm. yeah hmm that's another That's topic another for another podcast. show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what is your funeral story? Well, my funeral story, I guess I should start, like I mentioned prior, that I grew up in the funeral industry. My family owns a monument company, cemetery, and on and off wait, a they, crematory. They, wait. Yeah. They own the cemetery? Yeah. Can I get... A discount. Oh, girl, we got like 20 plots. (laughs) I just have to be okay with being married in Brantley County, Georgia. Yeah. Is that where you're going to be buried? I I don't know. Are you going to to be buried? I kind of want to just have like a thimble of my remains put in the ground so that I can have a monument. Because I want want it to say, all right, so quick monument lingo. The, The part that stands erect the headstone if one will <laughs> that's um, what she said <laughs> it's called the tablet and on the tablet rub that tablet girl <laughs> I wanted to say have a bitch in summer I fucking love that and then <laughs> my favorite thing ever and then I the, like the yearbook theme we have going yes, on here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But that's how I used to always sign your book. Yeah. Like, especially when I thought it was just funny to say the word bitchin'. Billy, how was your summer? <laughs> so, and then the ledger is the part that goes on top of the grave. Like, okay. Like, it covers the grave. And, <laughs> and. Move closer, Laura. I want my ledger to have, like, a chalk outline. Like, to look like a chalk outline. Like, your like body. a body like a crime scene yeah 
Hmm. Let's hope you don't die in a violent crime. <laughs> well, that would be even funnier. Okay. okay. Then anyway, this is teach their is, own. So obviously I've thought a lot Laura, about this. Laura Brooker, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought a lot about this because I grew up in the industry, but sure. my great grandfather started the business. My grandfather took it over and my dad was the head salesman and my mom still designs monuments. That's her jam. Okay. And for a long time, I was her apprentice and helped her design monuments. And how old were you? I started when I was in high school. So when I could drive. So 16 ish, I worked there. Did you ever have to do one for someone you knew that wasn't like family, like a friend or? Not while I was in high school. Okay. No. Um, There were some people that contacted my mom afterwards and we did Gary's mom's okay it's my husband's yeah mother um that's another episode that's another episode i'll be a two-parter <laughs> <laughs> but um my dad being the head salesman he had to work a lot of weekends and on call and i would go with him on his sale ca- sales calls a lot and just sort of hang out <laughs> hang fine. out in cemeteries and at, like i used to sunbathe on the <laughs> On the monument displays, and that was just my childhood. I grew up in quality father daughter time. (laughs) We had a good time. We had some nice combos driving from here and there. A lot of Hardee's breakfasts. I'm seeing like some real like literary stuff that we can work with here for when we write your novel because it was all the foreshadowing. Yes, what's happening? And how's this for foreshadowing? Oh God! The day before he went into the hospital. He took me and two of my best friends with him on his uh, sales call. And we first went to the monument office. And this was something we did quite often when my brother and I would go up to the monument company with him. And our factory where they actually produce the monuments is about 75 yards long. It's like three quarters of a football field. Mm -hmm. And there's this lift that they use to move the big slabs of marble from one side where they're unloaded to the other. So it's this big crane. And so we would sit in it like a swing. Oh, good. And ride. Some good, wholesome family fun. (laughs) Over over all these shards of granite and marble just back and forth. Safe. This is South Georgia fun. Yes. And actually, my mom reminded me of this. A few years ago, the button that they used to move it back and forth got stuck and it like went slammed, <gasps> like slammed into the wall, like full speed. Oh my god! Because it got stuck in that. My mom thought, "How many times have my kids <laughs> written on that?" Okay, so me and Susan may have been doing this podcast together about <laughs> your funeral. <laughs> no joke. God, but, that's terrifying. So. We did that, and then we remind went to... me in an alternate universe where Randy is still alive to never let him watch Layla. <laughs> Just remind me if we're ever in that alternate universe together. I mean, we were children of the '80s. It was a different True. time. Yeah, just have this happy meal. Yeah, it's really good for you. <laughs> it's Enjoy so easy. It. <laughs> oh my gosh, latchkey kids! Uh-huh. And then, um, so then after we left the monument company, we went to the cemetery to lock up the mausoleum, and my dad. Let us ride on the lift that they use to move the caskets into the wall. So it's, you know, yeah, you can imagine what that looks like. Yeah. And then he like pretended 
he was going to leave us there, like walked out like, bye, see you later, oh, you know, just being goofy. But so that was the day before he went into the hospital. Wow. And so his, he had a protein deficiency called alpha one antitrypsin. And what year was, okay, so. This was 96. 90, that's right. And yeah. so he, his lung collapsed because of the protein deficiency and but his lung collapsed because of the protein deficiency and he it's basically it mimics what's the lung disease lung cancer not cirrhosis what's the one in the lungs cancer no um, emphysema emphysema yep. yeah I, that's that was the my street, next guess <laughs> the street name for it is um hereditary emphysema because it mimics the same symptoms of emphysema and so his lung collapsed and he went to the you're the worst <laughs> and he went to the um hospital and was there for about two months my grandma kept us and my mom was down there with him most of the time and we just all thought like oh he's getting a surgery he'll be back soon it's all good but he um he had to have quite a bit of each lung cut out i can't remember the percentage of each one but it was just how, how could you have survived he? that? He would have been mm, 46. Okay. Wow. 46. I was 11. It was a month before my 12th birthday. And we got rushed down to the hospital. And we didn't really understand why yeah. we were being rushed to the hospital. And we got there. And he had the intubation, the tube in his throat. And... As soon as we walked in, they said his heart rate went up. You know, like he could tell that we were there. He just couldn't talk to us. And we um, went and got some dinner and came back and they were putting the paddles on him and they rushed us back out of the room. Oh, my God. And I don't remember how How traumatic. Yeah. I mean, that's a very vivid image. Yeah. And I don't remember how long it was after that, but he passed away that night. And... Some people might have thought it was like could have seen it coming, but we didn't. You no, know, at eleven, <laughs> and you know nothing. I mean, they no. knew nothing about this. No, and now back it's then. actually now only about three percent of the people diagnosed with it die from it. Does that piss you off? No, no. Wow, she's very, very, very centered and healthy. <laughs> Me, I would be setting the fucking world on fire. I would never get over it. <laughs> I just think, you know, at the time the surgery he had, I believe, was pretty experimental. Uh-huh. And he paved the way so that people okay. could that's recover a very from Like, I'm almost how annoyed. How else are you going to look at it? I know, but I'm almost annoyed at how, like... <laughs> like how healthy that is I'm, and I admire it I'm proud of you I, I actually genuinely listen this is being recorded and I'm saying something nice to her oh my gosh I'm very proud of you because that is a very mature and um just healthy way to look at it well I've only had and 21 years to think true, about it true so. hurry up Laura god get, o- get over get it over already it. <laughs> it was just your dad <laughs> literally it was only your father only your dad that's it that's it you could say the same about me. Yes. <laughs> Just a dad. Don't worry. It's no big deal. No big deal. Whatever. So here it was. We have been doing funerals for all these other people. And now we have to do this funeral. 
And my fam- my family owns a monument company, and my dad, 21 years later, still doesn't have a monument. Because <laughs> my mom would have to design it, and that is painful. <laughs> and she's like, nope. She's. I mean, I think she's kind of gone through designing it several times, but my... I guess it's hard to do it justice. I mean, that is very um, ironic. I don't actually know what the true definition of that word is. So if I'm using it incorrectly, (laughs) sorry, I learned it from Alanis Morissette. (laughs) Blame her. (laughs) Blame her. But it does feel very ironic that Mm -hmm. this many years later, he doesn't. We have the marker. He was a salesman, though. He never sold to himself. No. Oh, and he didn't have a whole lot of stuff together as far as funeral plans so that's probably one of the reasons why you're so, so yeah for it and it's just kind of hazy so mm-hmm. i might be telling everything that happened out of order get it together <laughs> <laughs> but i mostly just remember how everyone came through especially my mom's friends that came and cleaned the house sure. and um my friends that were really there for me and i'll never forget my mom's friend, Gay Darden, going out to all the stores in our hometown and finding all the black dresses she could and bringing them to my mom. Shout out to Gay Harden. Thanks for that. Was that her name? Gay Darden. Oh, Gay Darden. <laughs> I was like, no, not so take Scratch. Hey, okay. Garden. Scratch, <laughs> no. Gay Harden. You are actually a bitch. Gay Darden yes. is an angel. Yeah, she's... Thank you, Gay. And um, I mean... Gay came through for us so many times after my dad passed away. I could take some notes from her. Yes, she was, <laughs> and she was also the cotillion teacher. Oh, so you could oh, take so me. I really could learn yeah, a lot. But yeah. she was awesome. Hey, and I, I know. Okay, <laughs> I, know. I can be a southern lady when I want to be. <laughs> and the day of the actual funeral, we live out in the country, out in the sticks, and literally. <laughs> the sticks uh my mom was in the middle of her shower getting ready for her husband's funeral and the well went dry <laughs> you said literally <laughs> did you mean figuratively because literally, that is almost too literally no water so we had to go my brother and how i had to go to not a southern <laughs> movie how is this not a, a still magnolias type f- well maybe not but how is this not this is okay my brother and i had to go to our neighbor's house and take a shower for our dad's funeral we couldn't even get ready in our house and so we you know got ready and it just so happens that while he was in the hospital um i had a cotillion ball coming up and so my my friend amanda peacock and her mother melissa peacock they're amazing had taken her mom, Melissa, had taken us shopping to go get <laughs> dresses for our holly ball. And I had happened to pick out a black velvet top oh, no. with a skirt that had black velvet flowers that was appropriate for a funeral. And so you had... I had no idea. Yeah. I was picking it out for the holly ball. And then I ended up wearing it to my dad's funeral. Sorry about that. And so... So, you know, it's the day of the funeral, and it was emotional. No, it was don't say. <laughs> it was intense, and my lifelong friend, her name's Jackie, she didn't grow up with a father, and so my dad loved her like his own. Mm. He said so many times of 
if her mama would give her up, I'd adopt her. He just loved her. She was one of them that one of the two people that was with me the day before he That's sweet. passed away. And I wouldn't go over to the it was open casket and I wouldn't go until she got there. Aww. And that's what I remember most was just the people that really showed up for me. And like her, they knew I didn't like wearing dresses, so her and her mom brought me pants and a shirt to wear after the funeral was over so that I because they knew I would be uncomfortable and I remember my friend Liza who ended up being my roommate all through college she and some of the other girls from our class we went into the like little powder room and she kicked her shoes off and just goes, these shoes are hurting my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember having a little bit of a giggle and, yeah. you know, just kind of feeling, trying to feel a little bit normal. Well, when you're that, not even that young, when you go through losing someone that close, everything is a blur. Yes. And you're going to remember bits and pieces. And the bits and pieces that you remember are going to be Out the of ones, order. Yeah. But yeah. they're going to be the things that are light. Important. Yeah. yeah. But those are the things that's, that are important. The things yeah. that are li- like, you're, you might not remember his eulogy and you might not remember yeah. the pictures that were shown and you might not remember what he was wearing in his casket even, but you will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless well, he was no, wearing I just, something hilarious. I do during, that just reminded me. I do remember going over to the casket and I had a little necklace that had a little crystal heart on it with my initial and I took it off and I put it in his hand and Aww. that for years I would think about that crystal in his hand yeah. in his yeah. You know, in the ground. It's still there. And... I don't know. There are grave robbers. <laughs> it wasn't valuable. Okay. It's, just, <laughs> it's like, don't tell them. Just kidding. She's not from Brantley I County, Georgia. I think it Georgia. was from Kmart. Okay, okay, okay. Or something, you okay. know, just sparkly and alive. I mean, there's been a lot of me. inflation between now and 96. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out there. So, well, they can't find his grave. There's no monument. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the one without the monument, Laura. God. <laughs> So. Maybe they can. You gave it all away. We know his name is Randy. We know it's in Brantley County. We know it doesn't have a monument in the family cemetery. <laughs> but you don't know what family cemetery. Ooh. How many of them are there in Brantley County, Georgia? You've got to be joking, right? Wait, are there a lot? There are hundreds. Thank God they're all dying. I'm just kidding, Brantley County. I'm going to get all the hate mail from Brantley County yes. when this podcast Send it goes all to Casey. <laughs> hey, I'm from Waycross. Yeah. I don't claim it, <laughs> but it's a fact. Yes. My Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh my God, you're so extra. Yeah. So, anyway, the. And I remember my uncle, who I was very close to, was my dad's older brother, my Uncle Mike. And to me, the two of them hung the moon together. And he walked over, he wanted to walk over to the casket with me. And he just said, bye, little brother, and started crying. And every time I think about it, it brings tears to my eyes. Well, it's hard. It's something especially hard about, like, adult men. Yes. Like, showing. Yeah. I mean, my Uncle Mike was Vietnam, radio carrier in Vietnam. He ended Agent up dying Orange. from yeah yeah I remember you yeah. telling me yeah so I mean, that's he was hardcore and watching him break down like that was rough yeah that's that's some tough shit and his funeral is a whole different story for Ooh, a whole different podcast. listen y'all we've got so that's many so many it's hard to like 
keep it in because even yeah. just hearing you talk I'm remembering things it's and oh, this is yeah. what's crazy it's just these suppressed memories so yeah. I'm remembering things that I'm like oh my god I just remembered this about my best friend's funeral I just remembered this about you know my grandfather's my aunt's funeral my like just all these different even just yeah. earlier today before we started recording just the things I was like wow, wow this I is why people and journal that and that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. now I get it back in the days of live oh my god I should go back and find our live journal my life, and I could just have for anyone that was born between 82 no screw that 79 and uh 1989 you probably had a live journal yeah so go find it submit your stories to funeral stories podcast at gmail.com because <laughs> I guarantee you they're gold yes God, I can't get over the fact that you're, do you think he will ever have a monument? Yes. My mom has it designed and it's going to be really cool. I bet they're not cheap, but even if you make them. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be kind of elaborate also because it's in like the family section. Because you're making up for how many years? 21 21 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. You better show up. My mom has also said before, and if she doesn't like me saying this we'll edit it out but she um Susan. has said that one of her biggest one of the big reasons why she never had one because she was afraid she would go to her dad that owned the business and he would make her pay full price for it wait it would go to her, her dad owned the company yeah. and she was afraid when she pitched him the idea for the monument he was going to make her pay full price <gasps> for it is he still alive no he's, he's oh, oh yeah duh. he passed no, away years yeah. ago so yeah. I think that Good. just that that's not that's that's you being, can probably relate to that yeah feeling that's being financially responsible yeah well I mean it's just the because dads are assholes yeah like to think about oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna for do this. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's dead so like, the man worked for you he was your head salesman they don't and yeah you know so yeah. I think she was a little worried about that that's, also I get it and Eventually, we'll get one out there for dear. But honestly, I mean, it's been 21 years. I bet I've been just to visit his grave maybe three times. Well, that's an interesting topic that we should get into as well. Like, yeah. what is the purpose of a grave? Like, not the purpose of a grave, but like, how many times do you bury someone? I remember when my, when Tommy died, my best friend, which is a, oh God. Different story. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's that's probably another two part. <laughs> just kidding. We're not going to keep you guys hanging. Um, but when I remember going to his grave, like obviously at the burial, and then a couple of weeks later, mm-hmm. and then I didn't go until we buried his mother two years ago, and it was a good ten years between. Yeah, and there were there was never even a time where it was like, oh, I need to go, and and I, I get like the putting Christmas tree like Christmas decorations or whatever but it's weird that we literally waste space on on the earth yeah to bury bodies well I mean it's it's an old custom I would yeah. say the cremation is becoming more popular yeah. again I'm going to outer space <laughs> I'm <laughs> you getting on Richard Branson's something? ship oh this is what this podcast is about so we oh, can fund okay. our burial oh, in gosh. outer space i'm just gonna go straight to a black hole and then i'll come alive again energy cannot be created and or destroyed laura okay science thank you that quote is by science love science <laughs> quote science <laughs> Can we just like randomly quote 
quote unquote science. Yes. Throughout the podcast. Yes. Oh, that's going to be tough because this is a grief thing. So. <laughs> It'll come up. It came up in the first episode. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Look, maybe there's a heaven. We don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So. That's a pretty fabulous so that's basically well i guess one more thing i would like to include is my other lifelong friend her name is amanda peacock you and already, you already name dropped amanda peacock yeah i did okay oh, that's right her mom took us to yeah okay so i i also i actually know amanda and you i listen. love amanda yeah amanda's I did. I the best but she um not um, it was maybe i don't know if it was a week it might have been a month i can't remember after dad passed away we went to visit her family because our parents were real close too, and we were sitting outside in her yard, and I asked her where her dog Flash was, and she said, "Oh, I, oh, I didn't oh, want to say anything <laughs> because your dad just died, but he died this week too." <laughs> and but you know, she just didn't want to say anything because it was you know, dog, dad. Which don't get me wrong, because that's, that's about the same. Yeah, because <laughs> for me, the dog is way more important. <laughs> I cried for like 12 straight days yeah. when my dog Holden died. Yeah. So. She still cries about She cries. <laughs> you cry more about Holden than I've ever seen you cry about your father. I mean, well, granted, the difference in I'm very time. good at compartmentalizing. Yeah. <laughs> but, is, but, oh God, this podcast is going to bring out a whole oh, new side okay. of you. So, but we were sitting in her yard and she was talking about Flash and I just said, well, I guess that's good because dad'll know someone you know it was just sort of I mean you know I'm a kid when this happened I didn't under I also didn't grow up in church so my like ideas about were very loosely based on what I had seen on Georgia Public Television. Sure. That's yeah. The only yeah. In Brantley County, Georgia, so. in 1996. <laughs> Not because we were poor, but because we were so far out in the country yeah. they didn't run cable. <laughs> to to m- most of the country, you would think that um, anyone think- that lives in Brantley County is poor, but. No. That was not the case. I mean, I wasn't rich, but I wasn't you were, you poor. Were, you were taken care of. I was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had some of the craziest keggers <laughs> in high school. <laughs> we did have some pretty bomb-ass keggers. Speaking of, Sorry, it's amazing Mom. no one died. Yes. <laughs> but Amanda, you know, we just were talking about that, and I think it made her feel better yeah. about her dog. I felt a little better about my dad. And then for some reason, and I don't remember which one of us said it first, we started talking about Randyman catching the tennis ball. <laughs> and for some reason, we just decided that Flash was Jamaican. Oh, I don't okay. know where it came from. I've given given accents to animals. Yeah, it well, just... Oh, that might be some... I don't know like, <laughs> where it came from, but I laughed for the first time. Yeah. And it was that first... You don't forget that first real laugh after something like that happens and I think Amanda was the person that gave me that laugh after three different funerals that's sweet that's sweet (laughs) she's always been the person that just kind of breaks through with something that um feels back to real life so Casey (laughs) So Sorry, our to- producer just did a loud yawn, <laughs> and I wasn't sure if it meant that it was time to wrap it up. I wasn't what. sure if he was actually sleeping. What is our... Uh, hi, Seth. What is our um, time? Where are we running at? I kind of like the podcast where they talk to the... Yeah. You know? I mean... 
kind of let's see how the sausage gets made we can you Wait, never heard what? that expression? Girl, I, we already had this talk about expressions. <laughs> like, Let's see how the laundry bird. detergent gets made. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to say some inanimate thing. How long? I don't know. It's been a while. Well, how long? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay, we don't know. Wow, this advanced software does not say. <laughs> does not give a runtime. Okay, well, maybe we should go with, um, we've toyed around with we're, some, we're figuring out the yeah. format of this podcast bear with us yes yes please come back please come back if you we'll do enjoyed at least you. a piece of this podcast the good thing about it uh, the podcast is there is that 15 second fast forward 15 yeah. second rewind <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say i doubt anyone's gonna be rewinding no <laughs> but I'm very confident that someone <laughs> will hit the fast forward. So at least you could subscribe. Yeah. We will do things for you. Um, um, that sounds... If you found this podcasting ep- this podcasting episode, if you found this episode more enjoyable than, say, having the flu, a trip to the dentist... Maybe listen to this at the dentist. Yeah. Or when you have While the flu. While you have the flu. There you go. It is Give us season. a second shot because yeah. we might get better yeah, yeah yeah for sure so we've toyed around with the idea of when we have a guest on asking a series of questions and we only have three at yes. the moment yes so which we would love user submitted questions oh, if there's yeah. something that you want us to ask yes um user is that a thing Subscriber, listener listener thank you i don't know radio terms it's okay i don't know i have her. a face made for radio <laughs> have you ever heard that phrase that's not a real phrase. No, it is. It is. I was like, I think it, I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure I got that one right. You got that one right. You nailed it. Okay, yes. Casey. So, question number wait, one. Are you asking me? I'm asking okay, you. Okay, good. Oh God. Because of your knowledge oh. and experience. No, no. What is something you try to do to support a friend who has recently lost a loved one? Okay, the one thing that I will say, um, going because I think the most significant loss I ever had was Tommy, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's nothing more frustrating than I know how you feel. Mm. There's nothing more. So Mm. I don't even know that I try to do anything. Um, there is uh, like being from the South, there's a lot of, let me make you a meal. Let me bake Mm -hmm. you a casserole. Let me, you know, if someone's sick or, you know, if someone's parent or God forbid someone's child dies. It's always let me take the load off because all these people are coming into town. Don't I don't want you to have to feed all these people. Yeah. Um. But on a on a that's more of like um an acquaintance or a friend, yeah. someone that's not immediate family. But across the board, I think that I avoid that. I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Dot, that's dot, a dot. big one. I've lost so-and-so. Oh, never forget when Tommy died. Someone right. said to me, I know how you feel. Oh. My dog died. Oh, get this one. My friends, <laughs> Crystal and Autumn, might remember this. We were having a sleepover with this girl. I'll leave her name out of it. But we were <laughs> trying to bring later, her into though. our friend group. And my friends that knew me when my dad passed away knew the date and they knew it was coming up and they said oh laura the anniversary's next week right and i said yeah yeah and this girl who shall remain nameless says oh i know how you feel my parents got divorced and now they live in different cities and i hardly get to see my dad but you get to see him (laughs) 
Okay. And I just kind of oh my God. said, how, all right, I'm going to bed. How great would it have been if I had been like there and I popped out and I was like, oh, at least you get to see him. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all just kind of in shock. Yeah. Like, and so, how very dare you, bitch, sit yeah. down. I just said, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. And the next day, my friends rallied around and they're like, can you believe her? I can't believe she would say something like that. <laughs> see, I can see Amanda and Crystal doing the, like, the Jim Halpert in the office, like, looking at the camera, like, uh, <laughs> did this bitch really just say this? Uh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely, after Girl went home, mm-hmm. Autumn and Crystal were mortified, trying to go Mortified. we just want you to know that that wasn't cool yeah. and we realized that it wasn't cool that's cool so yeah that is cool but that is cool all right so question number two has your experience made you think more about a death plan uh again after tommy died my mm-hmm. death plan was literally how can i die as soon as possible <laughs> so it was, don't buckle your seatbelt in the car i mean it was a deep depression but as far as like my death plan, I have this is my problem with my life plan. <laughs> <laughs> the execution of it? Yeah, like I have all these ideas and like I have my like living will that my yeah. sister who, you know, works for an attorney is always telling me to do it, do it, do it, especially now that I have a daughter. Yeah. And important. It's very important. And I just never get around to doing it. I mean, I even did a joke one, like with my mom. I did a um a living will that says she and I actually we I think I think she did it and then I did it, but it was something like if I like the DNR, it was like mm-hmm. pump me full of Jack Daniels and then like a joke <laughs> would but then I never because that's what I do. I cope with these very real things by laughing. Welcome to funeral stories. Yeah. Like it's like Coping mechanism. Yeah, coping mechanism. It feels so good so to laugh many. when it's inappropriate out there. Inappropriate. Yeah. So many runs. Like, hi, oh. this is Mariah Carey. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> In case you believe me. <laughs> anyway. No, I mean, I feel like it should have. And if anything, I think the next couple of episodes we have lined up, which I'm really excited about are going to get me to actually get that ball rolling. Yeah. Because I think that's kind of like the purpose, one of your main like I, big ideas behind this is to kind of encourage people. Yes. To take care of these things. Yes. And you love me, you love my daughter. And I think that that's one of the big things is that you kind of want, even, I mean, obviously you want me to take care of that because <laughs> right now, like let this probably wouldn't be legally standing, but Laura gets my daughter. <laughs> like it's, if you and your husband. Yeah, true, 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 true. Your husband obviously gets her if. That's true. I'll still come and see her, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> see, these aren't always fun things to talk about, but no? you should. Yeah. Sorry. It, no, it's not fun. But you think about it this way. You think about if I don't plan this out, then my loved ones are going to have to deal with the fucking mess I leave behind. And yeah. it is a mess. See, here's the thing is I don't care about my loved ones. I'm just kidding. I'm talking about like Layla would be the one that would have to. Okay. I was totally kidding. <laughs> I'd like just, to just say you're, just say you're older, you know. Yeah. So Seth and Layla would be the ones that would have to deal with your estate and all oh, that. Seth and would be stuff. like, throw her away. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, honey, mommy just went to get milk and never came home. Yeah. That's... <laughs> 
<laughs> Laura's your new mommy now. <laughs> exactly. All his dreams came true. <laughs> God, no, yeah, I, I, I should, but I, no, I have not. You would think. I think this is the big difference between you and me is that I have had a lot of loss and and what it does to me is that you're very good at compartmentalizing mm-hmm. um, I'm very I get it from my mother I'm very good at denial yes and so I literally am the only human that's gonna live forever yes in your mind <laughs> in my mind but you won't yeah but but I mean I'm gonna be gone and I don't care <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <coughs> yes that cough sorry guys so yeah I would strongly recommend everybody especially if you have a lot of anxiety about death and dying and your own demise plan a funeral that's kind of a joke to you yeah make it funny and who knows that might end up being your real plan but it'll start to ease the anxiety and we should probably do an episode on that yeah we definitely yeah yeah, definitely I think it's a good idea okay so last question is this the death jams one yeah I want to get like some cool intro music so we're like death jams like going into it yes and then but we just can't actually we can only say the song name yeah and the artist we can't we can't sing no renditions yes so Whatever. What is your death jam? My death jams. Z- I'm just kidding. I like. I just. I just like the segment being called death jams with a Z. Okay, I'm a big fan of that. What would be? Are your death jams? I really only have one because I. I, I so after all that, <laughs> adding the plural Z to the end, you only have one. Well, I mean, I guess it, we could just play it over and over and over again. That sounds so right. <laughs> Just go for it. So obnoxious. I will say that forever, for some reason, I was like, this is not my death jam, but I used to always say I wanted Tuesdays Gone by Leonard Skinner played. Mm-hmm. Just because it feels like a, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't sing it, but yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it feels very funeral yes. Yeah. But um, I, we had discussed this a little bit, but. I used to interview bands all the time and I had a zine and that the one question I'd always ask them was if your life were a movie what song would play when the credits rolled and that is kind of like how mm-hmm. I see my funeral song. Yes, it's it, your credits are rolling. I, the movie the is over. It's done. Like yeah. you're yep, it's book is finished. So what is it? Um first I'd like to say that my movie is going to take best picture that year <laughs> the academy awards no doubt no but it's the ringtone when i call my mother it has been my song from a very young age my first my very first sentence was play thomas so it would be american girl by tom petty and the heartbreakers that's a great one it is it's me it that song is so it is it, it's me it's me I, I feel that song so deeply yeah and you know tom petty recently died and that was she was pretty distraught. I, yeah. I mean, for like a couple of days. Yeah. I've never had a celebrity death affect me like that. Tom, so. yeah, that was a that was my first concert. Tom yeah. Petty. And I was. I'm so glad I got to see Tom Petty. Mary Jane's Last Dance was the song. One of the songs that like got me. I mean, he's an iconic. Through a hard time. Yeah. I mean, the video was like yeah. one of the most groundbreaking, iconic videos of all time. Yeah. Yeah, no, Tom, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, American Girl, especially the line about 441. Mm-hmm. That was, like, I, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that would be my death jams. So, Lara. <laughs> and you know what the sad thing is? Is she had sent me these questions before, and I forgot them. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> because I don't care like about anything. <laughs> she's okay. so busy. I'm like so busy. I'm like so important. Like she's so lucky I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. Okay. So, because of your knowledge, experience, what is something you try to do to support a friend who has recently lost a loved one? Show up. Yeah. Instead of saying, is there anything I can do? Yeah. How can I be there? Just show up. Just be there. Just stand with them awkwardly. Yeah. And it's kind of, I told you about the uh, gay dart and bringing my mom. Mm-hmm. There have now been two people I was able to reciprocate yeah. that on where yeah. I was I brought dresses and it just kind of happened that Pay way. Pay it forward. Yeah, but it was kind of cool that I I mean I I felt cool about the fact that I got to pay that very kind gesture forward. Sure. So, yeah, that That's would be awesome. Mine. I like that. I guess I sh- Oh man, I wish I would have said that before you. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gathered that from your story. Like, I'd like to just show up. So then you'd have been like, mother, God damn it. <laughs> okay. So number two, has your experience made you think about your own death plan? Oh, yeah. Which I've, I feel like I've sort For of sure. mentioned that throughout the podcast. She literally wants have a bitch in summer written on her mind. Have a bitch in summer. I, oh, I do say I want to be cremated and mixed in. Um, they do these burials where they take you down to the Florida Keys, mix you with cement, and you become part of the reef. Like they. Oh, I love so that. So they're building it because all the reefs, you know, the coral reefs are dying. So would this be indestructible by a hurricane? It's pretty dang big. It's a huge pod with these holes in it. And so they take video of it and you can scuba dive down to where it is. So if you want to visit your, you can have multiple. God, what an expensive trip to see your loved one. But I mean. Make more it's money. Just, you can potentially. Like they give just you the make more latitude, money. longitude. So it's kind of cool. Latitude, longitude. I mean, it is actually pretty fun cool. I would, I'd, yeah, I'm game. You know. I'd come see you. I like the idea of uh, fish and turtles and dolphins just swimming around Keeping me. Keeping you company. Yeah. Yeah. My ashes, well, anyway. I mean, they're gonna be like, hi, were yeah. you a vegetarian or were you a pescatarian? Like, no, I straight up ate y'all. Yeah. They're gonna hold that against you. Okay. They're gonna, yeah. I didn't eat dolphins. Uh, you've had canned tuna, so you've definitely had oh, dolphin. Probably have. <laughs> Let's be mm. real. That is a thing. That's scary. Google that, y'all. Okay. Uh, don't keep listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's your death plan? Yeah. That's pretty gnarly. And we'll get into that probably deeper yeah. in another episode. Um, what is your death jam? Death jams. Yeah. So you do have multiple yes good do tell so during the like not church service but the you know service memorial service i want golden slumbers by the beatles oh you know because very important to me as well the beatles and as they're my pallbearers my six strapping (laughs) grandsons 
Chippendale dancers. <laughs> P.S. I have no children, but you know, I'm already one day planning my grandchildren. Never say never. No, but as they're carrying my casket, Layla's husband, Keegan, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, let's be real. Yes. It's gonna be. Or as everyone's leaving, I want another one bites the dust. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so we have some special thanks. You want to rotate off? You start at the top? You want me to start? Yeah, you yeah, start. Okay. I'd like to thank my high school crush, <laughs> John Pope. Um, I guess I'm just laying it and out there. And my cousin. <laughs> and, and Laura's cousin. Huge crush on John Pope in high school. Thank you, John Pope, for the music, the intro music to our podcast. Thanks to Ann Yarborough from Ann Yarborough Photography for taking our photos for all of our social media and cover art. Making us look like total babes. Heck yeah. Um, we'd like to thank Seth and Melina for producing this podcast. Yes. Way to go. Little thanks, Seth. Okay. And not here. he's gone. We'd like to thank Jesse Ward for our the, future cover art. For our cover art, yes, for our illustrations. Yeah. I guess we'll. Oh, we also need to oh, yeah. give out our email address. Yeah, keep so, forgetting this. Okay, so here's the thing: is we've shared our funeral stories with you, but what we really, 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 really are excited because we have more funeral stories. But like, we are we, so happy to just do that on a boring weekend when we don't have some really <laughs> great content from you guys. If you want, if you have a story to share, and you want to to kind of like sp- find beauty in a really sad time. Please, if you've got anything weird, anything awkward, anything funny, heartfelt tributes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anything. Um, please, 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 please send us your stories, your your funeral stories. Yes. And that's to funeral stories podcast. Yes. At gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, it is facebook.com backslash funeral stories. Our Instagram. Oh. <laughs> The figurative face palm and literal <laughs> face palm is funeral underscore stories. We did have funeral stories, but I created the account and typed in funeral stories at gmail.com, and that email is not ours. So, <laughs> so now we can't recover. We it. can't recover. I've emailed them, I've asked them nicely, I've offered favors. So, if any <laughs> listeners want to email funeral stories at gmail.com and help us get our Instagram back, that would be super because we don't remember the password. Yeah. One too many vodka sodas that night. Yeah, might have been. Yeah. It's your fault, though. You weren't paying attention it's to me. It's always my fault. Twitter, so. twitter.com. Um, our our handle is funeral stories. It's it's funeral stories across the board, minus our email, and now our Instagram. Yes. So all yeah. apologies, and we'll put a link to that. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah, like on our. Yeah, yeah. Just but but follow us and send us your stories. If you want to DM us your stories, if you want to send it to the email, if you want to face write on our Facebook wall, whatever we want, we we're like. Yeah, I'm dying. dying to hear these. We're dying. We're dying. To Why? Hear these. Because it all ends in a funeral. It all ends in a funeral. It all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you come back. We don't blame you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs>